deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome. It is Monday and I'm still fixing my makeup. Um, I am in Los Angeles, California and uh, Andrew is in St. Louis. Noah is in Arizona. What's up, you guys? We got the country covered. Got to get covered, boy. Got to get covered. This is a special episode. We're starting out with uh, Andrew and I together on this one because um, it's a special sponsored episode by HBO Max's new series, the Sec- the sex secret sex lives of college girls, the sex lives of college girls, the sex lives of college girls. Yeah, well, they k- should keep it a secret. These girls are up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the sex lives of college girls. Okay, I I gotta say, I just I I wasn't even gonna talk about it at the top of the show because we don't like you just heard me do an ad for it, and now we're doing an episode all about college stories. And uh, it's a special Fanthrax episode where we're just going to listen to your college stories. But um, 
I do really like this show and it's really like quirky and fun and has like it's just it's quick moving good acting and I'm kind of inspired by it sexually <laughs> mm-hmm. Andrew did you watch it uh, I got the synopsis from Noah oh my god I just had to be honest so, uh, I, what, I, I, well yeah I'm, I mean that we keep it honest on yeah. here what what were you why couldn't you watch it um, what did you watch instead Succession for the past and Curb okay and I've passed okay. out watching Curb I was you know pretty tired long day of travel and then I, I didn't yeah but, but it's two o'clock there what did you do today uh, I went to Whole Foods for, for us and then I took picked up your packages for you. Okay. Um, I packed for Chicago because I have to help Brenna move in. Oh, so yeah, I got to drive yeah. to Chicago and drive back. So I was doing things other than. Did you just forget to watch watching it? Watching four girls have sex in freshman year. Did in a you dorm. forget to watch it, or did you just say I don't want to? Uh, I I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. How, I, okay. I, 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 no, I wanted to watch it. I went to watch it in the living room real quick and yes. our troubleshoot. You can't watch things real quick <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it, that's the problem. I tried to watch it on uh, two times fast forward because I, I waited till this morning to watch it. And, uh, and I, we were supposed to watch it before this episode. No big deal. But um, I, I waited until I had, to, I left myself an hour cause I was going to watch two episodes i thought they were half hour they're an hour long which actually ends up being great because uh, you know more is better but then um hbo max took off the little fast forward thing they used to when i was watching f boy island trying to cruise through i was doing double time or at least 1.5 but they make you watch it in uh the same speed <laughs> um which is better because this show does move fast and it's like almost thir- like 30 rock level jokes of like like it's they're fast moving and that's what i like about it um noah you watched it did you like it yeah i especially liked the uh plot twist at the end of episode one that's what i was into too i uh because i was writing <laughs> oh, yeah. Noah about it as i watched and i was like you know uh, I'm, i might not get through the first episode i'm like on a time crunch and she was like i'm wait till you get to the end you'll be very invested and i did not see that coming, and I feel like uh, that's why I feel like sexually empowered by the show that I thought was going to be like, I don't know. You, you, I, sometimes I don't want to watch things about college girls because I get jealous because that seems like a, such a fun time that I kind of missed out on because I was not doing. I was like doing comedy and just kind of tapped out. And um, this is uh, everyone will find some character to relate to in this as a girl or even a guy like. Um, it's fun. I'm excited about the show and I'm in that. I need to be forced to watch shows. This is like a good thing for me. We should get more sponsored shows because I will get into more TV and shows. And I won't watch them at all. Because now I'm in. So it will be a nice <laughs> and, balance. And Andrew will. <laughs> It'll be a great. <laughs> Thank you for getting my packages though, Andrew. I appreciate uh, it. Did anything fun come? Uh, actually, uh, six things. Um, I had to use a blue cart. So that took time. I'd... I told you, you only had to get the t- two. I only said the t- the the ones at the beginning. It is funny that you the gotta... ones at the beginning are the ones I'm getting fees for. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I wasn't able to uh, decipher that because it's in like, it all is under one phone number. So it's like. I know, but the ones at the beginning of the thing are, it's okay. But I, I appreciate, I mean, it's more than okay. You got them all. So thank um, you. But I was trying to make it as easy as possible for you. I, I'm, Thank you yeah, so yeah, much I'm not, for uh, doing But I, I, I think the show, you never got laid in your dorm, did you? 
Or did you ever no. even have any sexual experience? I barely in- touched myself in my dorm. <laughs> really? Oh, I'm I touched joking myself you. a like, lot. I- One time my friend and a girl were watching me masturbate um, through like... At one point, uh, someone was drunk, and we kicked, like, the metal part of the door so you could see through our door, and I was, like, jerking yeah. off to the one porn I owned, and uh, they were watching, I think, the whole time. What was the porn you owned? Yeah. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I'm trying to think what it was. That's Every guy had one porn. Okay. Construction workers? Uh, girls Gone Wild? No, but I met the Girls Gone Wild guy in college. The guy that went to prison? Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I could see why he did. Uh, just yeah, by the interaction, he had a bus and he was like going up to drunk college girls. That's what they would do. I mean, it was so fucked up. And he was like, "Hey, I don't even Joe know if Francis. they offered money." Yes, yeah, Joe Francis. Yeah, he ended up dating my buddy's ex girlfriend. And uh, oh yeah, I don't know. God. Anyways, but yeah, uh, that guy. He uh, yeah. You did you hang out with him? I bet you were like kind of trying to be friends with him. I mean, that guy was cool for a while because girls just like. Wanted to hook up with him, flash him. He got hot chicks because hot chicks wanted to be on camera. Oh yeah, no, no, we're we're still besties. We we definitely. Uh, <laughs> How did you run into him? Uh, <laughs> he just came into. There's a bar called the Boot in New Orleans at Tulane, mm-hmm. where it's just like the biggest. It's it's the number two earning, or at least it was the number two. Think about all the bars in New Orleans, and it was number two behind Pat O'Brien's of like money making. So it was just packed. And, you know, they just drive the bus up around like 1 a.m. to get these drunk college girls to do fucking shit on camera that they'll regret the rest of their life. You know, because I think they just paid them in like pizza. And they're like. And they got drunk and then they signed a release, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was. uh, I feel like I relate to these girls in this show because they're especially the um, girl, Bella, who is trying to get on the the cool like Harvard Lampoon style paper, like the, the like SNL writers all write on this one. It's like a fake college that they're all going to that's made up for the show, but it's like kind of like this prestigious college that has this really cool comedy newspaper that she's trying to get on and it's like a boys club and it's all boy comedy writers and they're like, we already have two girls on staff, sorry. So it's really interesting to see the politics of how she's going to try to get into the comedy world. Um, like, her for at first they're like you need to call the aclu and like complain that they said that there was only two girls on the paper and like this is sexist and then another girl is like just be cool and try to be like one of the guys like try to get them to like you because if they do that then they'll want you around it was just interesting um (laughs) techniques Mm -hmm. for how to get in and then she ends up giving (laughs) a bunch of hand jobs which i also love because she did the same thing i did which is like she is also uh, has it is very inexperienced and it's just like I'm just want to like do weird things and like she's like thrilled by giving six hand jobs she doesn't six? feel like sad about it okay I'm gonna six. watch the show yeah. I, I had no idea what I was <laughs> missing yeah it's not like girls where you're gonna see a lot of awkward sex and like nudity it's more like um you know you you see like you see guys kind of their faces when they orgasm and her kind of like you know, furiously vigorously jerkin but it's it's a quick montage it's not like these uncomfortable sex <laughs> moments but it's just really funny and it has that 30 rock it's you know it's mindy kaling wrote it so i'm guessing this girl bella is based off of her mm-hmm. trying to like navigate the comedy world and she has a bella has a poster of seth myers on her wall of like who she's in love with 
and uh yeah it just kind of um yeah then there's this other girl that's like really she's poor and so that she's and she's also like she slept with this guy who like abandons her right after she sleeps with it. Like it's all so stuff I'm Can't already believe. talking about and I wish girls would figure out sooner. So I'm kind of glad that this is out there for girls to see. And um, yeah, and there's a good plot twist at the end. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep going. I haven't seen Are you this giddy about a show now? in a while. Like it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. I want to be on it. <laughs> But I don't want to be a parent because like all the people I know in it are playing parents. Yeah. It's like Rob Hubel and um, Nicole Mil- Nicole from Mad TV and um, what's her name? Uh, plays the senator. Who is uh, she's a Sh- Sherry Shepard. Yeah. Sherry Shepard is uh, playing the one of the girl's moms. So like all of my I mean, those people are a little bit older than me, but like, I don't know. I'd be I'd be like a. I don't know, a soccer coach or something, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. Then there's another yeah, oh, plot I like that twist. Too. Jesus Christ, Noah. Like I felt that was so good. I mean that that storyline. Okay, so I, if you if you aren't sold on it now, I'm not. I'm not even. I don't need to even do this. They didn't ask me to talk about the show like that much, but I just I just got done watching it, so I'm kind of into it. Um, how's St. Louis, Andrew? St. Louis is good. I mean, it's cold. Uh, yeah, you know, you were, we were just in San Diego and then LA. Los Angeles. So you're like, oh yeah, okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Weather here you are, but I, mm-hmm. I like. I mean, I like it here. There's nothing really going on. Um, I'm trying to think if anything has gone on here. I mean, I'm just here alone, so I go to Starbucks. Nothing weird happened there, and then I walked back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yes. that's why St. Louis is great, though. Or like it's it's like oh, I didn't see anything that's going to scar my life for a week. Uh, what did you see in LA that's going to scar your life? Uh, Besides my legs without spray tan. That and Emil's chest hair. I mean, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty intense. I was looking at Emil. We had a good little time. I was looking at Emil because we share a room by choice, actually. Everyone's like, how could you? I was like, yeah, no, we want to be in there together. Yeah. We're mad there's two yeah, beds. Yeah, in San Diego. Because in, in LA, we had a house and we each had our own bedroom. But then in San Diego, yeah. you and Emil were in the same hotel room. And I was looking over and uh, it was like, 7 a.m. and the sun is just coming through the window and <laughs> it's like half on it he looks so i took a photo i gotta send it to you he looks angelic just <laughs> sleeping and he Aww. snores like i look you know yeah <laughs> like he snores I'm, i look over and i'm like is a meal like a fat guy in a skinny outfit or like a skinny body i don't know he snores like he's in a skinny yeah, suit he's just, <laughs> you know it's pretty cool yeah but like I do the same shit. Like we both think we're dying in the middle of the night, and um, but I just looked over and he. Yeah, was, he, he probably has apnea. I think he does, or he's starting to. Um, he'll yeah. get there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just uh, I was just looking at the the lighting of his face. He looked like a little like G. If what Jesus I think would look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause he's you know he's Arabic or half Arabic and like or whatever. And yeah. he's just got his. Where's where do you, where's he his dad from? His dad is from Lebanon, and no, I was asking you just to see if you knew. I knew, oh. but I'm glad you knew that. Oh, and his mom is from the suburbs, so yeah. If anyone's gonna, uh, it was a fun time us three living together in that house, and then um, yeah, you guys shared a hotel room uh, in San Diego. We had two shows in San Diego. Jason Mraz performed with us on the early show, which was such a treat because Anya is old friends with him. She used to open for him on the road um, and he lives an hour away from San Diego. And so he 
he I think asked Anya if he could get tickets and then I was like can he come backstage and hang out and then can he actually perform with us so got to like do a little comedy bit with Jason Raz and sing with him and he was so nice and so cool Andrew I mean it was it I, I walked in and you know you're like yeah he's a big fan and I was like trying to play cool but not play cool you know like the yeah and right away i go hey you know and i'm yours um when he's looking at the tongue in the mirror what what does that mean and he's like oh whatever whatever you want it to mean and i was like i'm a fucking idiot i'm such a loser asking that question what am i doing i have stared at my tongue in the mirror and like have you ever done the thing where you're like your tongue looks like a little animal like it's like like you can make it look like it's like peering around like it's like like scared like you can go like Like your tongue becomes, if you do it enough, if you look at your tongue in the mirror and move it around, you and start to see it as like a little rodent in a hole that's like, like scared to come out and like, and like search, like it has the twitchy movements of a little mole rat thing. I do feel like Um, the tongue, when you, there's a thing on TikTok where people are touching the bottom of the tongue. I don't know if it makes you horny or whatever, but I, I feel like the tongue really makes, if you start touching your tongue, you're like, oh, we're like, we're animals. Like, huh. Well, it's just such a huge muscle that you can manipulate. And I didn't know, but you can teach your tongue how to do the two. Like, I can do the one do that. and make it a taco. Oh, yeah, that uh-huh. one. But there's a, a there's a technique that you I can, can roll do my the tongue double too. one. Really? Wait, hold on. Let me see. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because I look just... like that goat from TikTok. Does because I can't, oh, I yeah. used to be able to do it. I don't know why I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm still in Los Angeles. Yeah, how's that? And, I mean, uh, you, you. It's good. Yeah, I mean, you're at the hotel. Any? Yeah, I'm at a. Uh, nothing to report here. Um, I just filmed uh, a lot yesterday for a thing and um, drove back from San Diego. Um, had someone drive me, which was super nice. I drove down there with uh, Andrew drove us. Uh, I slept on the way down there on Saturday. And then yesterday, uh, this show that I'm working on, they had a production assistant come and meet me at the hotel and then drive my car. And I just got to be in the back seat. Like, wow. And they were like, Nikki, we want you to get some sleep. And I was like, honestly, I just want to be on my phone. Like, I haven't had any time to just scroll and be worthless. But it, you know what I did is I watched, I just got into like, trusting youtube to suggest things for me and just like letting it roll because i think i left the room at one point when i was watching a video and it went to the next one and i was like whoa they kind of nailed it and now i'm i'm really into watching stories of like disfigurement or people that like lose a bunch of limbs or like become completely disfigured and like their partner staying with them and like the triumphs and i just watched one that i really recommend and it's the it's like the um incredible story of alex lewis Alex L E W I S. He's a guy that got this skin infection that caused him to lose all of his limbs except like up to his elbow mm. on on one arm and like a stump on the other and stumps for legs and half of his face. And he has a. It's it's just an incredible story and I really loved it. And then I watched um, something about like the Michael Jackson docu. Oh, you know what is so good that everyone needs to watch before we get into your Fanthrax college stories. I, I can't recommend it enough. Tony Bennett um, is 95 and he has Alzheimer's 
and he just performed his last concert ever at Radio City Music Hall with uh, Lady Gaga, and he is like you know he doesn't remember he has like he's had Alzheimer's for like a couple of years now, so it's pretty much it's it's taken hold, you know. And it's a 60 minutes piece of Anderson Cooper following Tony Bennett on his final concert. And I promise you, maybe that doesn't sell you on it. It is a tearjerker. It is inspirational. It's beautiful. It's sad. It's so good. And um, it's like my new thing that I'm recommending to everyone. So check out the Tony Bennett Lady Gaga thing. It's so good. He only remembers things when music comes on. And then he like everything comes back. And he can remember everything. And he's just like such a showman at the age of... 95 it's pretty incredible i wonder what why that happened because like with people with tourettes can also like when they're focused on something singing or playing basketball or a stutter yeah it's wild it's wild how the brain works like that well my foot pain goes away when i'm performing and the second i walk off stage my feet are killing me it's just the instant my foot steps off of the light it's like I, I rip off my shoes. But until then, I don't, I don't feel it at all. And I'm on stage for two hours. It's very bizarre. Um, but it, they actually talk about why this, like his, um, his doctor actually uh, talks about why this is and the phenomenon of it. So it's, it's a really fascinating piece. And it's, you know, 15 minutes long. All right, let's take a quick break. And we'll get back with Fanthrax, your college college. All right. I just love we're that back that's Noah's fiance every time. We're doing all college stories. I know. I love it too. <laughs> Him just in the living room with a sheet over, a blanket over his head. <laughs> but there wasn't any like music behind it at the time. Yeah. It's just, it's he's echoing like, through And then their right from there, he's Arizona just like, house. hey, Noah, you mind, um, you know, uh, grabbing the clicker for me? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the clicker. You mind just, thanks. Thanks for Uh, this is a special episode of All Fanthrax, and it's going to be all of your um, college stories. We solicited, Andrew put out a video on our, um, uh, you know, Nikki Glaser pod Instagram page and asked for your college stories. Uh, you know, good for you if you remember stuff from college. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's hear from you guys and <laughs> hear some stories. Noah, you said they're really good, right? Oh, my gosh. They're so funny. Oh, yes. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, they're let's so get funny. started. All right, let's start with Brian. So here's my memory from college. Uh, I went to school for woodworking, so um, it ended up being an all-guys school, even though it wasn't an all-guys school. Um, We had guys above us that were recording rap music uh, all day, every day, until, you know, 2, 3 in the morning, listening to the same hip-hop beat over and over and over again. Bunch of guys in the dorm got really pissed about it, so... um, Went to the janitor's closet and got some buckets and for like two days uh, pissed and shit in these buckets. And then one night compiled all the buckets what? into a trash can, leaned it against the guy's door, knocked on the door and ran away. So when he opened the door, this entire trash can full of piss and shit flooded his dorm. Um, I was right below him. So it came through his floor and my ceiling. And, uh, you know, not only... Did I have to suffer through this hip hop beat that was on loop? But uh, all of my bedding and clothes and everything like oh. that were covered in piss and shit. There was oh. no uh, washer and dryer on campus, so I had to bring it all home to mom's house that weekend. Or so, you could have thrown it away. Fantastic. Oh my God. I love a guy who doesn't waste sheets, even though they have waste on them. 
Wait a second. That, Hold that, on. Uh, did this guy take? Did, was was he a part of shitting and pissing in the bucket? I kind of missed that. It didn't sound like he was. He just yeah yeah seems just like the guys. How does they should have? I mean, that is a they could be charged for that. That's for a biological. Awesome? Yeah, they could. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, that beat dropped through the floor into his bedding. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is so disgusting. I am horrified. I am. I am how, speechless. How horrible was that guy's music? I'm gonna get uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get some piss and shit on my door because of the sounds that just made me make at this hotel room I'm in. <laughs> I'm so, was just I I cannot believe how disgusting that is. What I mean, kind of an interesting um, technique, a home alone type of contraption. Yeah, you know, homemade <laughs> like, but that is so disgusting and also like. Just, man, that makes, the second I heard that, I go, the things that have happened in this world uh, are, like, it it just opens up a world to me that I hadn't even considered of pranking people with buckets of piss and shit. And I'm like, that's probably a common thing. Okay, but how many times do you think they went to the door and were like, hey, can you, like, not play this at two in the morning? We're trying to sleep. We're trying to study. We're trying to do keg stands. Like, you're really fucking with us. Like, it seems pretty selfish to blast music that no one wants to hear in a dorm. I don't know. I yes. feel like maybe I understand, but I and I know you probably might have done something like this in your college years, but I do not think the crime fits the uh, and the <laughs> fits the punishment at all here. That is so disgusting. <laughs> and honestly, I bet it was like I you know, I bet they were no one is quiet in college. I bet he was in doing something in response to them being loud too. Like it's like but I, have you ever experienced that where someone just plays a song over and over besides me with Taylor Swift? I mean, but like, yeah, I mean, those guys shitted on his dream uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 have I ever done? No, well, we did stuff for, in fraternity life where it's like that kind of shit. Like, but I'm just trying to think of like, I remember one weekend when I was staying in Venice with my ex-boyfriend and we were in a major major fight like it was breakup times but we had no i had no car nowhere to go and i had to stay at this place we were just stuck it was july 4th and we were stuck in this apartment together the studio apartment and like it we just weren't talking it was the end and but there was nowhere for either of us to go and i remember there was this party next door that kept blasting uh kanye's song click okay there's a lot of different you know artists on it i think jay-z's on it uh Maybe I'm not Eminem. Anyway, it's a great song. And I ended up being so grateful that I got to know that song over that weekend because I just remember that was kind of the soundtrack to our that weekend of just being stuck somewhere with someone that just hates you and you both are like breaking up, but no one said it yet. And like it was it was the worst. It was the worst situation I've ever been in with a, a boyfriend. And But Click was playing. And then I got really into that song. Click, as uh, as click, odd as that. Click. Click. That song? Click. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. It's such a good song if you haven't checked it out. Um, yeah. But my relationship was a bunch of shit in a bucket <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get to the next Panthrax. Okay. Here's one from Joanna. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. This is Joanna. I just saw Andrew's hey, Insta story. Um about college memories and i was thinking does anyone actually have any clear college memories <laughs> just kidding no i actually didn't <laughs> yeah. party that much in school um but what i was was totally checked out by my fourth year like i just wanted my diploma 
to yes. get the hell out of there. And I, I had that. this project. It was really similar. And this is probably why this is top of mind for me. I was watching scenes from a marriage. In the very first episode, oh. there's a college student interviewing an interfaith couple. And that's yes. what I was meant to do for this project. I was like reaching out to people by email. I had my professor connect me with an interfaith couple and no one would respond. I couldn't get anyone to sit down with me. It was around the holidays. I was trying to get this out the door and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be using uh, pseudonyms anyway. Right. So I decided to make up a couple and yeah, every quote in that paper was completely made up. I guess I'm way more creative than I ever thought possible because I got a pretty good grade on it. And Great. it's something that like yes. simultaneously haunts me, but also makes me laugh every time I think about it. But anyway, yeah. thanks for putting on the pod every day. I love you guys. Hope to see you live sometime soon. I'm in New England, so maybe Connecticut. We'll see. All right. Bye. Hope to see you too. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, that is, I like how she says it haunts her, but she's also like kind of proud because Yes, yeah, so much of college is this like just under the gun. I have to get this thing done. I fucking am too depressed or too drunk or too hungover or too whatever to actually do it. And then you just sometimes you cheat, sometimes you fib. That I like that she's probably of an honest person, so that's why it bugs her that she like had to lie. But also, what a what an exercise in creating and writing fiction. Fan fiction, you know? yeah. Like was was she saying interfaith? Inner faith. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Does that mean two different? Uh, it means like two different faiths. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, man. I yeah. want to hear her quotes. <laughs> As a Jew, yeah. like, I just find, like, it's, like, so, like, generic. Oh. She just writes amen at the end of everything the wife says. <laughs> yes. She's like, I don't know what Catholics actually do. Um, that is, uh, yeah, I. I, um, I relate to that so much. couples. Of, like, just cheating, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, I, I know that was your MO. Oh, I mean, that's all I did. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got a paper, a 20-page term paper. I just, my buddy sent it to me from his college, and I just changed the name on top pretty much. Wow. Yeah. And, like, I had to change, like, seven words. And I, I definitely should have changed more. And I got, like, a B minus, and I was, like, mad at my buddy for, like, not being smarter <laughs> that is wild like why did we do that more of just like cheat i guess that sometimes the assignments were so specific or just you know like trade papers across state lines you know like <laughs> oh i wrote this paper about chaucer for there's got to be you know but i guess i mean i'm almost happy I we didn't I, our, the inter- I couldn't do the it the internet like we still had to like go through books like now with the internet i don't see how you could not plagiarize or just goop no because well now they can catch you because i think that so much is uploaded electronically that it's scan it would probably scan every paper that's on this database for any kind of you know repeat sentences or word structures and then they would be able to bust you if i I bet there's some kind of with technology you could cheat easier but you could also get caught easier yeah i mean i because i I did a paper once I did a paper once um, for physics. It was quantum physics. I, you know, I don't know why I picked that. <laughs> My God, I pretty much plagiarized. I mean, like I definitely did not understand it by the end. And when I got my paper back, I got a big red F on it. And on the last page, my professor was like, "Do you even understand what you wrote?" 
Wow. <laughs> at least you didn't caught play, getting caught plagiarizing. Like, at least he just thought you were stupid as opposed to a cheater. Because I think that is, like, the most humiliating thing is being caught lying. And it's just, like, such a lie. I, I would feel... I never cheated in that way of, of stealing someone else's paper. Thank God. But, like, I... Uh, yeah, that I would feel... Oh God! Did you ever feel like a lot of guilt, Andrew? Um, I think underneath it all, I might have wanted to get caught to just be able to start over and maybe get help. I think that might have been the underlying reason of like, because I wasn't going to class. I was very depressed. I had horrible anxiety. I couldn't sit in the classroom without having a panic attack. But I didn't really know what it was, so I just cheated. And I thought, right, okay, like so, like. I really didn't feel like I had a choice but to cheat to get by. Like, so it didn't, I didn't really feel guilty about it for some reason. Is it weird that I trust you less because I know that you cheated so easily that like, and I feel like you, would you still do that? Have you like, have I changed? Would you go back and apologize? Yeah. Have you changed? Uh, Like, uh, it makes me go, God, I don't know if he, what if he would cheat like, uh, like, or just, I feel like you could lie easier than i thought before um yeah this is all i feel like you're more honest with it with with lies now because i feel like i've i i don't think i've caught you in a lie and i feel like either you're really good at it or you just don't do it now um i mean no i think i like have changed tremendously from that moment like yeah i think uh so much of the cheating was just caused by not being able to be productive without it so it's like now i don't yeah i don't see how you know i picked a profession that works for me and yes. so i don't have to cheat <laughs> i could just that was the whole reason why i loved comedy and doing stand-up because i performed it and i couldn't you couldn't cheat or i couldn't um copy someone else or one you get called out for copying jokes um but like, that's why I loved it so much. I didn't rely on anyone else except for myself on stage. And that's why. Yeah, but I, I don't mean like cheating in comedy. I mean like cheating just it's it, what cheating is, is a micro. It's it's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. No, I hear you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do you try not to lie. I I, I mean, like, because I feel like I try not to. But it's just sometimes you just want to give people what they fucking want. And it's easier to just be like, I loved it or whatever the fuck it is. I think what happens to is, be like, mm. is I wouldn't lie or or feel that way if I felt like the reaction uh, from the other. Well, that's why everyone lies, Andrew. No, I know. I'm just telling you though, that to avoid the reaction. Well, and I, I know you're saying you that to be there. like, I lie to you because I'm scared of you. But the thing is, we've gotten into this before. What's so bad about a a no, or like what you don't want to hear? I think you're scared of what you don't want to hear, which is is scary. But it's um, but the person that that person's entitled to tell you what they feel. You know what I mean? And I have to remember that too sometimes. Of like, if I tell someone what they want to hear because I, or what they don't want to hear and I know what they want to hear but I just don't think they look good in that outfit and I know they don't have anything else but I can't be like you look great so I go um it's okay and then they go and then they're mad and yeah that then they're entitled to be mad just as I am entitled to not like them in the outfit and I'm right? entitled to react to them being mad by by like lying not lying by not even like like if if that person, I don't know. 
I don't know exactly how to explain it. All I'm saying is that, like, the reaction... Yeah, that person's entitled to whatever fucking reaction they want. But if I think it's um, uh, not a nice reaction or, or um, like, not considerate, then, then I'm not even... I don't know. So it's like... Yeah, I'm just saying it's not a good excuse to lie to be like, because I, well, it's because I just didn't want the reaction. I mean, that's why everyone lies. I guess, but I don't know, but I think there's like white lies and then, I don't know, I feel like there's times where people can lie where the reaction is so harsh that like the lie is almost okay for me. If it's a white lie, if it's like... It justifies it, yes. Because it's just not worth the other end. I've done that before too, where it's like this person's going to be mad at me for three days and I can either just like not be dishonest and a little that's not gonna yeah because then really all the affect anything how you're saying it is like then like the lie is so fucking bad but the reaction is like well that's people's reaction you know what i mean so then it's like well i'm just saying you i don't like to lie not because of the other person but for myself because when i lie it's like betraying who i am if someone goes did you like my movie and i'm like yeah it's like that is a self-betrayal that that compounds over time and makes me less happy I feel it's not about like yeah but I think sometimes we're off on a tangent yeah but I do feel like though then the lie you telling that person the truth in that moment and it's gonna hurt them make your life worse that could be that could be selfish on your part because you can't deal with you're lying so you're gonna tell them the truth which is actually gonna maybe hurt them even though it's subjective I'm serious pick up that book lying by Sam Harris that's on the shelf and they have an argument for why you should never lie and it's just it's just ironclad there's just no excuse to ever lie unless you know there's like one example where he says it's okay to lie what example is uh, that it's if you're, uh, you know, a small child runs to your house because uh, someone's chasing them to murder them, and the guy comes to your, the murderer comes to your house and says, "Is the child in your house right now?" And you, you actually don't have to lie. You can say, "I don't want to answer that." You don't even have to lie then. But that's the only time if you're like protecting someone's life and like there's violence, uh, there's some, there's something in, immediately in front of you that's like a violent act. That if you if you lie, it's going to preserve your life. That's the only time. But really, you can just say, "I don't." I don't want to answer that. I don't have to answer that. Or you can just shut the door. That's not a lie. Um, all right, moving on. <laughs> all right, let's talk about our favorite topic, drinking. Yay! Here's Allie. Hey, besties. Uh, I saw on the story that you want stories from college. So here is college. my submission. I like her voice. Um, so I used to be captain of the cheerleading team. No big deal. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> It's so fucking cuh. And um, so we were a competitive cheerleading team uh, in college and we had a competition coming up. That was kind of like our like big like end of year thing that we've been working towards all year. And we had kind of told our coaches or agreed to just like not drink for the month and like we're going to hunker down and take care of our bodies and like just really be ready for this competition and do well. So like the week before we leave for this competition, um, it's this one girl's birthday and we're all kind of like, okay, well, like we're going to have a party for her. So we just like all decide that we're just not going to tell anybody. Like we're not going to tell the coaches. We're not going to like post anything on like Facebook. Cause I think it was like Facebook at the time with like 60 <laughs> photos per album type shit. Um, so we're <laughs> like, okay, we're just going to be secretive and go have fun and then go to this competition. So, when cheerleaders drink they start to stunt and stunting when you're drinking is like super fucking dangerous and long story short a guy ended up 
putting his head through a glass kitchen table and was concussed oh, and couldn't compete. So we got caught. <laughs> Thanks, bestie. Oh, love you. damn. Oh, I mean, yeah, cheerleaders getting drunk. They're going to try some things that they should be doing. <laughs> it's like that's dr- that stunting is as drinking while it, it, yeah, don't don't stunt while while drunk. <laughs> it is so wild to have that in your back pocket S-U-I. when you're drinking. Like it's so scary to know that like at any moment a guy can flip you three times and then like catch you by grabbing your vagina. Like, who wouldn't want to do that when you're drunk? You know what I mean? Oh, it's the first thing you'd want to do, and especially if you've been practicing it a ton and you nailed it at practice earlier that day and you finally got this move that you've been working so hard on. You just have this false confidence. And and by the way, f- that is false. Like, people always go, like, I get liquid courage. It's dumb. You're dumber. You're not actually courageous. You're stupider. Courage yeah, is actually, you know, be going past the fear that's real courage when you're drunk and you think it's courage it's because the things telling you not to do that that you should usually overcome in order to do something are just not there because you're dumb (laughs) so that's a big dismantling of of that that people always go but it's liquid courage like i gotta have a like if you need to get drunk to do something you shouldn't be doing it also i think like uh if there weren't you know when i played football in high school they made a sign you're not going to drink during season for, you know, two months or whatever. They made you like, yeah. so then the first thing you want to do as a high school kid is go drink because you're like, fuck the p- patriarchy or whatever. So like that yes. coach being like, I want you on your best behavior. They're like, you're a college kid. You're going to go, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go stunt That's through a glass table. You know, it's like, what's his name? Uh, the, the coach for the Chicago Bulls back in the day. What was his name? Oh, Phil Jackson. When he led yeah, Rodman with go Dennis to Vegas. Rodman, he yeah. just goes, "Yeah, go," because I'm gonna trust you to do what's right, and I'm not, I'm not your keeper, and you know that's, yeah, coaches, yeah, putting those limits sometimes it makes you want to do the opposite, um, for sure. Okay, uh, yes, um, th- and and uh, alcohol can stunt your growth and stunt your stunts. Uh, let's get to the next one. All right, one more about being drunk. Okay, from Tay. Tay. Okay, Taylor. My name is Taylor. Love the podcast. Um, Taylor's voice. Currently in the bathroom (laughs) at work, so I can send this. But oh my god, yes. um, This is really embarrassing. But when I was a freshman, one time I was so drunk. I don't drink anymore, FYI. But one time I was so drunk. I had to pee so bad, and the bathroom lines are insanely long at this bar because it was like the main college bar. So I had found a cup um, on the dance floor, and I was on like this surface standing up. But, anyways, I grabbed a cup, stuck it up my skirt, and I peed in the cup. Um, and then my friend was like, okay, um, go away. And so I grabbed the cup and threw it, <laughs> threw a cup full of my pee and onto the dance floor, like into the middle of people. Oh my God. Being so, drunk is yeah, so now I don't drink. funny. Okay. Bye. I mean, like, what was that last part? G- now I don't drink. Okay. Bye. Now I don't drink. Yeah. 
I mean, the the idea that you pee in a cup, you get this, you get it done, you get it all in the cup, and then you go and you pee, you throw it on the dance floor. That's a drunk move there of like just not doing the logical thing, which is like you just did this amazing feat, which is peeing in a cup in a public place. You have a skirt on, like the line is long. You just avoided this thing. Like, good job. Like, maybe that's the kind of liquid <laughs> courage you needed to get that liquid into that cup. And then to toss it in, the, that's where the drunk person comes in of like, just throw it away. But like, I mean, the, the people that had piss on their shoes that night that didn't realize it until... I mean, college is so disgusting. Oh, my God. And, and you know what? Someone definitely it, did it, the running man and slipped. And not to Tay, mention whoever I, I lived that underneath too. that floor got it all over their yeah. bedding. <laughs> um, well, I did shit like that all the time of just like doing the, this like just a knee jerk thing. That was just the gro- the worst thing you could do. There's probably a trash can right next to her. And she just decides to go toss it. In, in my the buddy would pee at the bar. Floor. Like he'd go. We'd be ordering drinks and he'd be like, hey, hey hit me on the shoulder and I look down and he's just pissing on the bar. No. I can't believe alcohol is a thing that people No, no, this was at Starbucks. I mean, it just... <laughs> <laughs> the barista bar. Yeah, the barista bar. No, yeah, it's just, it's just why. It's just every... And then I look down, his dick's out, he's peeing, do. I'm drunk, and I'm like, ah! like, like, there's no thought, like, someone's gonna have to clean this. There's none of no, that. Like, there's no thoughts of others. The girls, be- like, people who clean up after college dorms or like parties after college kids were at a bar it's just those people d- really deserve our respect because yeah they're just disgusting like the the whole thing of if you miss the paper the trash can with a paper towel always pick it up if there's little streamers of toilet paper when you're trying to get it out of the thing and you're on the floor someone has to pick that up pick it up that's it's what curb the latest curb was all about that that really there was a a so a girl, like uh, a dentist who was dating his friend, dropped something on the ground, uh, like a, um, a, tr- a pirate booty, just dropped a chip. Yeah. And Larry David saw her not pick it up. And so he went back to his friend. He goes, she left the chip. She left it for someone else to pick up. Not a good person to date. And like yes. that was like the whole. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, that yes. was like the whole like idea of the. It's a hundred percent true. If you are someone who is, if you're an adult and you haven't reached a place where, you know, occasionally you slip and you just get selfish and you drop something. But like, I really have made it a superstition of mine that if you leave any trash on the floor for someone else to pick up at any point, your bad things will happen to you. That trash is going to amount to bad things coming back to you. And so now it's almost like an OCD obsession of mine. Like even the tiniest little piece of toilet paper, I have to pick it up because I'm like, someone will either have to sweep it into a thing and pick it up. There's going to be human effort going into picking that up. That is not fair because I did it. Um, Even though that's their job or whatever. Um, uh, Let's get to the next one. Okay, let's do one about a mispronunciation from Cat. Oh, a college mispronunciation. Hey, yeah. Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. So I just saw God, the good voices story today. about leaving a memory from college, and I wanted to share a good one. Um, I'm still in college, but this is from my freshman year, and this is when oh. I know I should have dropped out of college. <laughs> I had a bio lab report due, and I said Spanish leaves instead of spinach leaves. 20 times throughout the lab report. And I saw the red lines, like the squiggles coming up under Spanish leaves. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why do they want Spanish or spinach leaves to be capitalized? But even then, my stupid self made the connection that Spanish leaves was 
not what I was supposed to be writing. Anyways, love the podcast. Thanks for all you guys do. <laughs> Shredded let and Spanish leaves. That's Wait, what I'm going to order she... at Subway today. <laughs> she thought a salad Spanish? with I went extra Spanish leaves. You thought spinach was Spanish, like, like, like you just. I think you look at that word, and it is kind of the same. Yeah, the letters. C could be an S in some words, right? Like conscious. I love no, that. I love conscious. our little listeners. They're so cute. Conscious really bugs that one. I always get worried about before I say it. Like I, I it's conscious and conscience, conscience, and also granite and gra- granite. I also get those confused. Granted and granite. And then I also get, um, oh, there's another one that really gets me all the time. What I, you know, I was looking at my notes the other day and my friend was taking notes on my set and he typed in molestation, but it auto-corrected to mole station, which I think is a hilarious (laughs) new way to say that you were a victim of mole station. And then maybe you can find a, a, like... And I was just talking about your tongue being a little mole. So mole station is so funny. If you like, yes. if you had a bunch of moles and you made like a little, um, little like train station for them and called it mole station. Um, yeah. So that's just a fun way to look at that word. What was another? Oh yeah. Remember when I had those bad thoughts and I was thinking kill your, like I, I, I want to kill myself. That was the thought I kept having. And then I was like, wait, change it. So it means something else. I want to kill on stage myself. I want to kill my, and then it was, you can change it. Or like you could just change Make it to like better. suicide. Like, you know, like. Suey. Take, Suey. Su- side, side note. It's, um, it's like when we drove by Carlsbad and it was Carlsbad. <laughs> like just like. Carlsbad. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard on the way to San Diego. Andrew was like, what's Carlsbad? Carlsbad. <laughs> that, that made me giggle a lot. Yeah, I was happy because you were like half Oh asleep. my God. Um, San, Di- San Diego always makes me think of uh, oh eating a waffle on a beach. It's a San Diego. Oh, Lego my ego. Wow. Yeah, I always picture someone eating a waffle on the beach whenever I hear San Diego. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, these are fun. Like yeah, mole station. Um, can I'm I just, just like say picturing like like different moles you put on your face? Like you get a nice oh, little like oh I'm gonna like go with the Crawford. Like, you know. Or like, uh, like I just picture moles with little suitcases waiting at a train station <laughs> oh, that's way cuter. and like hugging each other and like saying goodbye oh, that's like and like one running after the train like, being oh. like, I'll miss you. And the girl is like, in a, yes, that looks like, yes, <laughs> that guy makes it so much cuter than, oh, you know, old man, man work touching was young tough boys. Today. Oh my God. I, re- I met a bestie yesterday. Oh. Like at, I was in my lobby of my hotel with Carlisle. It's Carlisle's birthday yesterday, so I was with her and her boyfriend, and we were having um, a nightcap. And um, uh, this girl came up, and I forget her name, Gabrielle, I think it was. And she was like, "Hi, I'm just listening to your podcast. I'm a big fan." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was right in the middle of being like, "And these fucking molesters, they are sneaky cunts." Like I was talking about molestation, and molesters. I go, "Oh my god!" I was taking about, I was talking about sexual predators and child abuse, and she was like. Pretty on brand for you. She was like, I really appreciate those those talks you do. So um, I was like screaming about molestation in a lobby and I got approached by a fan. Our fans are so great. The best. By the way, um, not only am I deeply soothed by Taylor's voice and whoever, who was our last caller? It was three in a row. Um, the girl in the bathroom. The last one was Kat. Kat. And then well, who was before Taylor? Um, okay. It was uh, Allie. Allie? Taylor and Kat, y'all got really soothing voices, and I wouldn't mind if you made me a voice memo 
and sent it to my DMs. That's just like a ASMR of you just like talking about your day in a very calm, slow voice because I just almost went to sleep listening to your voices. I am deeply soothed by women's voices. And uh, the other day, my uh, the guy that I'm, I'm seeing, Chris, he was like, I think I figured out why you love Taylor Swift so much because he heard this TikTok that she did about fall um, and like, it's, it's about, you know, pumpkin lattes and leaves. And like, it was, her voice was so, he was like, her voice was so soothing. And I think you just love a voice like that, that feels like almost maternal and like just calm and soothing. And so I think he's onto something because Taylor's voice is, is just a dream. I want to go to the final thought. I, I we'll get to one more fan threats, but I do for all our Swifties. Thank you so much for allowing me to go off the other day on red. I'm not done going off about everything I just got into you know I'm taking my time all too well 10 minute version got it down obsessed I've I've spent a lot hours listening to that over and over saying it with Andrew Andrew almost knows all the new verses it's incredible how much he's picked up of that appreciate that Andrew <laughs> um I bet you think about me is my favorite maybe one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time that is off the red new album it's from the the vault it's so good, and I've talked about it already. But I'm and the music video for it that Blake Lively uh, directed was inc- is incredible. I watched it last night for the first time. Haven't had really time to dig into it. Here's an interesting thing. So for Swifties out there, or for just anyone interested, Taylor Swift just uh, they they she did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony that f- filmed a little under a month ago in Cleveland and. There's footage from it taken from people in the audience, but it aired on Saturday night. And so we have the official video of it and I was watching it. And there's this moment at the beginning where, and I put it on my Instagram and she, the camera comes up behind her and um, she's singing, uh, what Carol King song does she sing? Fuck. I can't, it can't come to mind right now, but it's, um, it's a classic. You, you would know it if you reckon, if you heard it and the camera comes up behind her. And then she sees it and she turns and she just shoots at this glance that is so hot and mm. sexy. And like, I, I want you to know if you watch that, or uh, do you feel things? Because I do. Anyway, so I know the director of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show. It's Joel Gallen. He directed um, all the roasts and I've gone to his house to watch the roasts before. And um, we've become like texting buddies because I... I was obsessed with this Prince video of Prince at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and he's playing while my guitar gently weeps and he does this incredible guitar solo that's one of the best ever and I found out Joel Gallen directed it so I was texting him about it so he knows I'm a big music fan and love these performances and he invited me to his house on Saturday to watch a screening of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Unfortunately, I was in San Diego but I uh, was like, I can't wait to watch Taylor's performance. So I watched it last night and I saw this moment and I was really interested to know, did she ask them to do that? Like when she performs, do you think, does she have the camera come? And like, how does that happen? Does she just sense it? Is it, do they tell her they're going to come there and then she knows? Um, What do you guys think? When, when there's a, a shot where the camera comes from behind and then all of a sudden it's right here, you know, like I feel half like a she's, foot from her face. And then she looks at it the last second and nails this like yeah, last line. I do think I think she is talented enough to if to get that feeling and do it on her own. I feel like she is a perfectionist enough where it's actually timed. Agreed. So I asked him and I said, was that a you thing? And you told her that it was going to be there. Did she want it there? And he goes, 
she just sensed that a camera was yeah. there. It was they wow. went through a run through, you know, with like where the cameras were going to be. He didn't even tell her about that camera. That wasn't really a planned shot. He goes, she's that good. She just sensed the camera. I mean, go watch it and see what this girl was capable. It looked like a choreographed thing. And honestly, I was bummed out that that was the answer because it was just so good. I wanted it to be. Actually, I was actually happy for that answer because it means that maybe I could do that someday because I'm never going to be someone who's going to go through shot by shot backstage with someone. That ain't ever going to be me. But if it's an instinctual thing that you learn from doing it enough, maybe that could be me someday. Well, maybe so I just thought that was for your special, you have a. You know, I know Louie did it on one of his specials where he had a camera guy actually on stage. And maybe yes. you can like, maybe not your whole special, but like one of your bits, you could kind of connect with the audience that way. It's a good uh, idea. I might send them that, that uh, example of that yeah. shot because it was just so beautiful and I just want to do it. Um, okay, let's get to the last one. All right. Uh, this one's from Justine. Justine. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. It's Justine in Michigan. Um, so you needed voicemails about memories from college. Well, mm -hmm. I immediately think of this time I was hooking up with this guy. Uh, it was my sophomore year of college and, um, we're in his basement and he started to go down on me and all of a sudden he stops and he puts his hand like up to his mouth back and forth and then like looks at his hand back up to his mouth, looks at his hand and the lights are off. I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, I I'll be right back. And he goes, leaves the room. I look down and there's blood all over me. Mm. Obviously, I'm mortified. I think, oh, my God, I started my period. I'm literally, I need to die right here and now in this moment. Fuck. Yeah. And uh, he comes back from the bathroom and said how embarrassed he was that he got a nosebleed. And I was so oh. relieved. <laughs> Thank God. Um, it was still really embarrassing and awkward. And obviously we stopped picking up and it was just weird. But that is the memory I think of in college is just really shitty sexual encounters. Love you guys. Yes. Jackpot. Jackpot. Oh, oh my God, dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> If you start your period, you can't be at fault for that. That, that. That's, you know, if you're on your period and you don't tell someone before or you're drunk and you forgot, I would even excuse that. But, like, um, no shame in starting your period if it had been blood. But as a freshman in college or as a sophomore in college, devastating if that was the case. And thank God he had a bloody nose. And I love that it went from you being embarrassed to him feeling, I mean, getting a nosebleed when you're a boy. I feel like it's just a thing that is, it's almost like the period of, for boys yeah. because you guys you guys get boners of course but like getting nosebleeds just means you're a dork it means you're like yeah it's always it just, dorky. It's like, what does it, it was, mean yeah. dorks I, it, I think it's cool kind of well i but just it's like, like the I idea i don't know what's happening <laughs> it's bleeding like it's always a dork thing but why every <laughs> movie it's always like i'm damn i know you mean but i'm my mom told me I shouldn't wear these pants or like, it's yeah. always just like uh, the altitude in this gymnasium. <laughs> Why? I love Why the idea cool of him thing? being like, no, I'll still eat your pussy. And he's just yeah. like, oh, boy. Oh my God. I, 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 nosebleeds are hilarious and they you are so vulnerable. More than like, well, because I haven't I had one in so long. Pick my nose, and I have long fingernails, oh. and it will—it will just, or I'll like be rubbing my nose, and it'll just, 
hit, it'll nick it. Just and one Jason Mraz this weekend just told us a story backstage that right before he came to the show, he was washing his face and he had long nails on his uh, picking finger for guitar. And it, it just, when he was washing his face, one finger just went up his nose and scratched it and he was gushing blood mm. down his face. And I was like, oh, that happens to me, but I'm actually picking my nose. And also, when I used to have a nose ring in college, constant, yeah. constantly hitting it and it bleeding uh, all the time. Um, so it's just very sensitive tissue in there. And uh, then you put then you put sensitive tissue inside it to clog it up. <laughs> I wonder if that guy somewhere tells that story and he's like, oh, God, I can't believe I bleed it on her puss. Like, I wonder if he's like. I bet he's like, I thought it was a nosebleed, but it ended up being her period. Yeah. I bet he switches it to be yeah, like, it wasn't yeah. my nosebleed, dog. And yeah. it's like a different podcast. He's calling it to Delia's podcast with that story now. And they're like, fuck that bitch yeah, with a bloody pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Well, thank you so much for this uh, special episode. We have another episode out for you. It will be out on uh, Thanksgiving. Wednesday. So, oh, Wednesday. And just in time for you to listen on Thanksgiving. Maybe you save it for that. It's going to be our live episode from Cancun, which, um, you know. Oh, my God. It, so funny. Okay, good. It's so funny, you guys. I was there and so I had so funny. much fun, so I hope that you enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you so much to every bestie that came to a show this weekend in Los Angeles and San Diego. I I love meeting you. I can't say it enough. Uh, I just, we're instantly friends. I We we both feel it whenever we meet. And um, I'm in Denver this weekend. I hope to see you guys there for shows. I'm taping my HBO special, which was announced last week. Um, yeah. And uh, there'll be two shows on Saturday night in Denver. And then the following week, we'll be in Portland and San Francisco I'll also be coming to Calgary uh, Andrew won't be on that one but I'll be in Calgary uh, Alberta uh, Canada um, coming up on December 13th and also we are going to be in um, San Fran uh, yeah we're also going to be in Pittsburgh too Oh, Pittsburgh and uh, I believe Connecticut um, in December as well so go to NikkiGlazer.com slash tour for tickets and uh, can't wait to see you out there. Appreciate you all so much. More and more of you coming to shows. It's been so cool to see since like we started this tour July 30th. And when I said the Nikki Glaser podcast, how many woos there were then to now. It's like most of the audience. And yeah, that's just, it's just the best feeling in the world. We love you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll get through this week of just two episodes. But don't worry. We're not like phasing out. I know it might be feel like that, but that's not what's happening. It's just a busy time in the holidays. But we'll stay with you. Don't worry. And you uh, you stay with us. So don't be cut. And Jack, Jack and Jill. Box. Someone gave me Jack and Jill, by the way, a bestie. Did I forget who? Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.